to show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Mats Podcast. And it's me, it's Dante. Thanks for coming back, y'all. So this week on episode 105, I am welcoming two guests from the West Coast out over there, training at 10th Planet in Portland, Oregon. And I met them, like most guests, through Instagram. <laughs> so um, I'm welcoming today Jordan and Nikki from 10th Planet, Portland. Welcome, guys. How are you? Great. Good. Doing good. Yeah, thanks for having us. No, thank you for doing this. Uh, you guys, I feel like I get more posts, uh, shares from you guys than anyone. And it's not <laughs> even close. It's every time I look up, like I'll see, um, you've been tagged and I get the little message. It was like, Oh, okay. Cause I used to have my tags set where I had to approve them. Yeah. I was getting tagged. I don't know who someone was tagging me. I was like, that's not cool. I don't like this, but I turned it off because then one day I went to look at who was tagging me and I had like 50 tags that it was like, oh, dude, these are cool. Like, <laughs> let, let me turn that setting off. So you guys have amazing content and yeah. like, I, I'm like keeping trying to keep up. It's just, it's like, oh my God, like, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. But uh, it's amazing. So, uh, you know, thank you for sharing that. I, I, I love it all. So with both of you training, well, first off, when did you start? Like, what got you into jujitsu? You want to go first? Yeah. Um, I started training on and off in middle school. I would play like tap out in my backyard with my buddies. We didn't really know what we were doing. We'd watch videos on YouTube and just try to emulate them. And uh, I didn't really start officially training consistently until, until I was like 20 years old. And I finally went to a gym and put on a gi and started going to classes. It, it's dishonest to say that I've only been doing it for six years now. Yeah. Well, when you when you started off training in the key, like because you're you're a tenth planet now and that's you know no key primarily, like did you feel like you know again playing tap on the backyard and then you go jump to the key? Did you feel kind of weird in the key or did it feel like okay this is just one of those natural progression steps that I have to go through? It felt more official because when I was rolling around in the backyard, we just being whatever we were in t-shirt and jeans felt a little scrappy i felt felt kind of cool to actually put on a kimono tie a belt make it official how about yourself well i started about i want to say close to four years ago um before i started i was always you know working out in the gym crossfit stuff in really good shape and then unfortunately i'm one of the unlucky few that found herself in a really bad situation and I realized I didn't know how to protect myself. I was strong, I was fast, I knew all, like, I thought I could take care of myself. The situation came, it didn't happen. I moved back home and I was like, you know what? I really need to get into self-defense. Down 10th Planet Portland, never left since. <laughs> Been there the entire time. 
there. Yeah. And so you've been with Tim Planet from day, you know, since from day, day one. one. Yeah. And Jordan, where did you initially start? Did you, because uh, I guess again, Tim Planet's no gi. So yeah, where did you initially step in? So I started at a, a checkmate affiliate just across the Oregon Washington border in Vancouver. So it's like a suburb of Portland that's just happens to be in Washington. But uh, yeah, they primarily train in the gi over there. I didn't even know no gi was a thing until I met this little lady. <laughs> and when did yeah, when did you guys meet? I guess when did you transition to 10th Planet? So at 10th Planet Portland, they have a pretty awesome open mat on Fridays that's open to the public. Anybody can come through. You just sign a waiver and you get to the mats and start rolling. And I, once I found out about that, I started frequently joining them on Fridays and I uh, just started noticing this, this cute little lady here. <laughs> He's exaggerating. Yeah. <laughs> but that was about what, three years ago? Yeah, three maybe. And then I think he officially made the switch about I think almost a year ago, maybe two. maybe two years ago. I might be off. The, the pandemic's kind <laughs> of pandemic messed timeline. up my timeline. <laughs> yeah, we we don't know what year is what, and I still think it's twenty twenty one at yeah. times. Yeah, it feels like so, it, honestly. Yeah, the pandemic did a real number on everyone. Some some of us, when when it started, I was like, oh, word, I got to stay in the house. Yeah, cool, I'm okay with that. But then when it turned into, well, you can't go to jujitsu. It was like, whoa. I have to leave the house for that though. Can I yeah. do that? It's like, no, 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 COVID. Like, yeah, but I mean, we're okay because we're not worried about COVID. We're worried about staff. Yeah. Like, yeah, ring staff. staff. All that other crap. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the things that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I should edit that, but I'm not. I know someone's going to get COVID does matter. Like, <laughs> we honestly, we started looking for the, our friends, thankfully held like garage sessions. So we felt mm-hmm. like we were doing like the underground. <laughs> yeah, it was like a uh, jujitsu prohibition. Yeah. We had a bunch of speakeasies around town. <laughs> I had a few people around here. They're like, Hey man, you want to come through? You know, I got mats in my basement. Mm-hmm. You know, we got mats in the garage and I had a key to the gym. So I was like, nah, like- nah man. <laughs> like I text my one teammate it was like, Hey, so because, you know, at this point, you know, I was primarily gi. My one teammate, he was coming off of Muay Thai and MMA. He was like, I only want to train no gi. So he and I would go into the gym. We drill both in gi and no gi. And then we'd end up doing two, like, just live rolls with each other. Yeah. Both in the, like, we do two rounds in the gi and two rounds no gi. And because no gi just had fallen out of favor with me, we would do gi first so i could like just whip up on him and uh, i'd also get tired so that by the time we get to no gi that was my excuse like dude i'm exhausted I, <laughs> I have nothing man but you know over time he he really picked up in the gi and now Gosh. me trying to keep up with him is just like dude come on relax it's not a competition. <laughs> we're just having a good time here <laughs> Yeah, like we're just friends. We're friends. It's yeah. practice. We talk about practice. We're training. So, are you guys like with training at Tenth Planet? Are you guys active competitors, or are you more 
and just kind of the hobbyist role of it and in you know actively learning not saying like hobbyists like well i just show up you know just as a you know kind of fellowship type deal no you're still learning so are you more so learning you know to compete or just kind of learning to really absorb that knowledge and just you know have it as a good exercise and workout and just a fun hobby definitely both yeah we are trying to soak up as much knowledge as we can <laughs> um but i'm also trying to go out and compete as often as i can okay put it to the test he's a little bit bigger of a competitor than i am i love the like educational knowledge aspect of it right now i'm a little bit on timeout on competitions because i've messed up my shoulder a while ago and it's been giving me problems but he's definitely more in the competition scene than i am for sure i i like to pretend i'm like his teacher <laughs> but i'm not at all <laughs> oh she's she's great she's uh been in my corner at every match i've had since we've been together probably knows my game better than most of my coaches <laughs> well that's definitely a positive there it's like uh pro wrestling she's your valet Come down. You're walking down with the, the entrance music. She holds the rope open for you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and it's only the only reason why I know his game so well is because we'll be like sitting down at home watching a movie and all of a sudden he's like grabbing my foot. Oh, I'll, like, you always <laughs> have a training partner. I can never get a break mm -hmm. from it. <laughs> so that's, I know what he's working on. That's how I treat my daughter now. Every so yeah. often we're just sitting there and I'll just grab onto her foot. She's <laughs> like, what are you doing? Or, or I told her to stand up and get in a fight stance, and then she just starts like punching me. I'm like, okay, <laughs> relax. Yeah. We're just having a good time. <laughs> We're just training. <laughs> so, for you, Jordan, with competing and you know trying to do it as much as possible, how was your feelings competing in the gi for the first time versus competing in no gi? So, both experiences were at the same competition. Oh, okay. Uh, the Henzo Gracie affiliate we have in Portland here used to throw a, um, they called it Sunday Portland Open. It was just a local tournament for everybody to come through and get some experience in. And I think it was on the same day. Got a couple matches in the gi and then uh, took it off and got some more in no gi. And I've always felt like they're the same. I, I, I've never had a crazy intricate uh, gi specific style that I couldn't use in nogi the only thing that i found is you can kind of get away with a lot more in nogi most rule sets i think let nogi competitors do more a little bit and i started noticing that early on and i i, I think i i kind of kind of like to lean that way and when it comes to gi versus nogi uh could what would be you know, some of those specific, I guess, advantages you would see in no gi versus the gi? Well, I think it depends how you train, but at least, at least in the training room, there are some forbidden fruits in the gi, um, some unspoken rules, like, uh, like heel hooks. You try to heel, heel hook somebody in the gi, somebody's going to be mad at you. <laughs> Like nobody outright says it, but we all know you're not supposed to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I did that to my, my, my one uh, buddy who I was opening up the gym and, and training with. Once he really got proficient in the gi, 
and I got back into classes in the game as well. He and I are kind of rolling around. He grabs my foot for a straight ankle lock. And I looked at his foot and grabbed it. He looks at me <laughs> and he goes, we're hill hooking now. I was like, no, I'm just threatening. <laughs> have me, I have you. Who's going to back out first? And, you know, we're kind of staring at each other. And he wasn't letting go. And I was like, okay, you know what? Fine. I, like, I I was really just messing with you. I wasn't going to do it. Like, <laughs> I was hoping that he would get kind of nervous. It's like, man, I better let go. He was like, no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I know you're not going to do it. Because he trains no gi, huh? <laughs> uh, well, now he's primarily gi now. But mm. at the time, well, at the, t at the time we were doing that, he was transitioning to gi. Mm-hmm. And, and was, you know, like really soaking it up. And, you know, you know, just we talk about it quite a bit when it comes to just different techniques. And, you know, the, the, the underwritten rule about no hill hooks and the gi, you know, we're aware, but we still talk about it so much. It's like, right. how, do, how can we transition to this from here? It's like, well, why are we even talking about it? It's not an option. Yeah. But, <laughs> In the streets of this, but you know. <laughs> in the streets of this. <laughs> so with you guys doing the technique videos on Instagram, mm -hmm. like how did that come about for you? You know, during the beginning of these lockdowns, we were kind of stuck at home, real bored. <laughs> yeah. We had a good set of mats in our garage and uh we just kinda started experimenting with filming content that we could send to our, um, our our gym's Facebook groups. You know, everybody's stuck at home, still want to do jujitsu, but not everybody, you know, has access to instructional. So we would film ourselves doing things and share it with our training partners. And, you know, had your coaches ever like give you any, you know, issues about it or said like, Hey man, don't be showing our secrets to anyone, stuff like that. Or were they very open to just, you know, do you? For the most part, our coaches have always been Super pretty open supportive. to it. Yeah. Unless I start using the wrong names. <laughs> if I, if I, if I, uh, you, you know, in 10th Planet, we have a lot of intricate, fun names that we have for uh, certain moves. And I'm, I'm not a, an original 10th Planet purple belt here i uh, i came over so i i'm still learning a lot of the terminology and if i uh misname something i get called out <laughs> but um, it's all love it's all fun yeah phil has honestly been super supportive of everything i only i'm the one that gets super nervous on camera so every time i do some of the techniques i always send them to phil i'm like hey phil can you look at this before we put it out he'll be like yeah this is great actually no fix this remind us to make sure we give credits to people that we learn certain techniques from uh, he's always been really supportive of our growth, like business-wise and jujitsu-wise. So he's a really good person to like lean on and learn from, and he's been super supportive of all of it. So it's been really fun with him. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. He's great. Good, good. It's always a very divided thing I hear sometimes, where some coaches are very just you know resistant to have techniques shown. You know, like it's the old Karate Kid days back in the 80s. You know, this is our dojo and that's a secret versus, you know, the Bruce Lee style of, you know, 
uh, let's just teach it, it to is. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is here for all of you. Mm -hmm. So when you come up with the techniques or when you're sharing the techniques, I should say, like, how do you choose, do you choose them based off of a specific, you know, kind of flow or theme, or is it just something you start tinkering with, you know, you're like, Hey, maybe this is something let's roll with it more. And then let's just, you know, show it while we're drilling it. So I think when we started out, it was, mainly just the things that we want to learn that we, we wanted to learn or yeah. we were currently workshopping and then we started kind of putting our own spin on what was being taught in class and now we we get requests from people and we'll we'll try our best to accommodate all those yeah accommodate all the requests but really it's just kind of what we feel like filming yeah at the time a lot of the times it's like something that we'd be learning in class um, where we're like, ooh, this is fun or like this would look great on camera. Um, so let's put that one out there and see how it goes. Um, and then we'll put our own spin on it or like try and figure out where we can go next. That's where you'll see a lot of the bigger flows. Like where can we go next from here? And then we film that one too. But it's mostly, yeah, what we feel like learning or what we want to learn, what we feel like learning. What we want to learn, what we want to dive more into or like how to fix certain things. Like we had a, I'm going to call it a quote unquote series where we were experimenting with like, how can we make submissions better? How can you make them faster? Um, and that's probably what really got our stuff started is that little thing just because we were wanting to play with it. So when you guys are doing your technique videos, how long does it generally take you? Like, do you like how many takes on average? Are you just like, you jump in there and you're like, you know, we get this. We're pros <laughs> do it in one take or. Is it an over and over process? It, it's usually oh, it's, over and over. It's a horrible over and over process. <laughs> so it's it's usually just me and her in a tripod. And some movements are great. We stay in one spot. We can get it in one or two takes. But most of the time, if we're doing more intricate movements, we're maybe we're going from hip to hip, it, it doesn't look good if we all try to keep it in one frame. So we have to keep moving the, the tripod over and over. Over and over again. And yeah. I have to be in sucky submissions over and over again. Oh, yeah. I don't even give her time to warm up. It's horrible. It's so bad. With your techniques that you've done thus far, what has been your favorite one? Ooh. One I think that I've organically come to understand is the buggy choke. Jesus. But it's uh, it's gotten me in some trouble recently. <laughs> I don't know if you watched uh, any of the West Coast Trials. <laughs> Yes. But, yeah, uh, he's like, yes. <laughs> yes, I have. My, my buggy chuck didn't do me well. It's okay. It's this is all that counts. That's right. Yeah. As long as he's good, we're good. But so, to be fair, in that in that match, I did get picked up and slammed on my head, and I got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> but it was in overtime. I was down by five points. It I was inside control. Mary. It was right there. I I made a hail mary choice. Yep. I, was yeah. just about to say I knew he was gonna pick me up and slam me though, and I felt, hey, if I don't get knocked out, I'm gonna choke him out with this. He's like, it'll make it tighter. Then he it got hit. His, then his head got hit. And planned to work out. We were talking about this in a class, not this week. I think last week, as they mentioned, one of our guys, um, he was there, and we were talking about slams. Mm -hmm. specifically 
and you know, like most times slams don't work unless you just hit it just right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, otherwise, yeah, if they slam you, chances are it's gonna get okay, you just set your, yourself up, you just get put into a tighter triangle. Yeah. Um, in most of those cases, unless you're rampage um Jackson and you hit it just <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, again, going for the hell, Mary, though, you're down five, you're in overtime. So I mean, you made the right move. It's just you know. I thought so. Not the right move at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, uh, my wife here quite the scare. Yeah, that was not fun. Oh, I was gonna say it's so funny. He and I have such different opinions on the buggy choke too. Like I'm not I I it's a legitimate technique. I'm not the biggest fan of it. So every time he throws it up, I'm always like, again. <laughs> the thing is, is again? it's not for all people. You have to have long limbs. Mm -hmm. If you got stubby little legs, it's it's never gonna happen for you. And you're gonna think it's fake news all day. <laughs> So I, no, yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> I am the one with the stubby little legs and stubby you know, arms. Me too. So when when I first saw the buggy choke, I was like, "That's cool." Yeah. And then upon further research, I was like, "Man, that, man, that move is dumb." <laughs> <laughs> People either love it or hate it. <laughs> it's like, who does that? Not this, this guy. guy. This guy and, does that. <laughs> hey, I mean, as long as it as long as the slam doesn't discourage you. You know, make right. you think like, oh man, I shouldn't do that. I mean, you know, keep doing you because otherwise, because you know, not in all rule sets, that's that's not an right. option to slam. So, yeah. you know, you always kind of, I don't know, always worry about that if someone, because there's some tournaments out here on the East Coast, leg locks are allowed in just every every belt, just gi no gi, every you know, doesn't matter, leg locks or full go and nice. if you get caught with a hill hook you know in a competition where that's you know the rule mm -hmm. then it's a concern that you go into the next one it's like you shouldn't have to worry about the leg locks but it's in the back of your head now the whole yeah. time like, oh no yeah. like is this going to happen again yeah so but i'm glad you're okay me too everything came back good and when you're posting the videos, because like like I said, I I get like a video from both of you, maybe twice a day, definitely every day. Yeah. <laughs> so and again, keep sending them. Oh okay. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I'm saying no, uh, we can we can stop. We can take it. <laughs> no, 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 keep sending them. So I, the way that I repost on BJJ Wiki is I have I have folders, mm -hmm. and just each day of the week. I have a meme folder specific. I go in there and then I have a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then weekend folder. Yeah. And I just go to the very bottom and then pull like the furthest one back. But those folders are so full now that it's like, okay, I'm just going to pull like whatever I can catch. I just yeah. do like kind of the roulette uh, scroll and whatever it lands on, it does. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if I know I was talking to Nikki about it kind of a little bit. I was like, I think I'm going to make you guys my Thursday posts just so that way I know that there's a dedicated day. And I, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm missing your mm -hmm. post because it's like, okay, I have this, I have that. All right. I want to make sure though that I'm reposting them because you have a lot of really awesome techniques Thank that, you. you know, I know when you share them, a lot of eyes pop up on them and we probably have all those similar similar followers to be honest mm -hmm. 
But um, what I try to do is if like, I'll go back much further to get an earlier video of you guys and then post it just kind of like, hey, remember this? Yeah. Put it back in your arsenal. So, so, um, you know, again, when you guys are posting those videos and, and, you know, send them over, thank you. Keep doing it. I enjoy them. Like how many videos like per day do you get recorded? So when we started, we'd try to film a technique every day, but that was, it was rough. rough. It was stressful. (laughs) It was not sustainable. We, We got a little smarter and we started batching techniques so we'll we'll film everything all on a sunday maybe one or two weeks worth so we don't have to stress throughout the week and then just post them as we go yeah uh that's smart so yeah it's it's get it get it all dumped down in one day Mm -hmm. and just just have it set in the queue exactly i'd say it was mainly because of me like i couldn't be doing it every day i was like i'm tired i'm hungry i want to go home (laughs) you got me tired and grumpy like i'm not filming a technique today (laughs) it's like so hey we're uh it's time to wake up it's time to uh record it's time to what record yeah remember doing a buggy choke i'm definitely like nope no buggy choking mommy ain't buggy choking me yeah yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) next thing you know you see nikki out there lifting like just getting like super jacked and it's like yeah buggy choke me now yeah i I got something for you that's right (laughs) i got something hidden for you buddy (laughs) we call that the uh the buggy bomb yes (laughs) i like it i'm gonna try to uh, trick a teammate into doing it now (laughs) just like here go ahead put me in the buggy choke yeah, remember all that stuff you was talking about me the other day? Slam. It, you know, providing I don't get choked unconscious though, because there is that risk. It's like, yeah. like it's like walking into it. Like, yeah, I'm gonna slam though. <laughs> like, why are my arms tingly? Uh oh. I think you'll be all right. I I found that most people, if they can, they figure out how to lock it up. But finishing the choke is it takes time. Pretty hard. It's a lot of subtle movements you got to do to adjust it. I don't think people, I don't think a lot of people have the patience for the subtle movements either. Yeah. No. It's, yeah. it's from what I've seen, at least it's like when people are going for like just a simple triangle and they're not getting it right away and they're freaking out. It's like, yeah. dude, just relax. You've got them. They're not going mm-hmm. anywhere. So they say, no, yeah. triangles don't work. I give up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I have, you know, I'm the one with the short stubby legs and I, I have a hard time getting to the triangle. Once the triangle's on, it's it's on. It's on. I was one of those who was like, man, triangles don't work. It's dumb. I'm not doing these. And also, I'm very stubborn when it comes to triangles. Mm-hmm. So it's like when people are trying to triangle me, you know, you know, it's like have fun because I got a short, stocky neck. So you're not, <laughs> I'm not getting choked. That's like Joe. You know? Oh yeah, and, we have a buddy that's like that. Hey, I mean, I like him already. <laughs> He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. But yeah, I, I think a lot of people like you know, don't have the patience for you know those little, little small movements that can mm-hmm. really sink in something like a buggy choke. So, mm-hmm. so besides jujitsu, what other hobbies are you guys into? <laughs> um, 
That's that's a real uh, that's hard a question right question. there. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of <laughs> consumed our life. Yeah. We do a lot of jujitsu. <laughs> we do a lot of jujitsu with all of our jujitsu friends. We we do luckily work out for jujitsu, <laughs> if that counts. Everything's for jujitsu. It matters. We can't. <laughs> we can't go out of town without bringing a rash guard and shorts. For our honeymoon, we went to Miami and we like still trained. Like we couldn't even take a vacation for the honeymoon. <laughs> I think we're uh, hopelessly addicted. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I was gonna say the only thing I can think of. Um, I started doing a lot of like filming um, and taking pictures of jujitsu, of course, but it's becoming kind of like a passion of mine, like figuring out how to find the right angles, find the good pictures. So it's, it's given me, jujitsu is giving me another side hobby to like dive into. I'm still fairly new at it, but getting the hang of it and I'm really, really enjoying it. So hopefully taking like a camera video filming class here soon and figuring that out. Okay. Yeah. See, that's something. I mean, it's still <laughs> we have connected, but that's a hobby. We're interesting people. <laughs> I don't okay. just so, do jujitsu. I think jujitsu people are some of the most interesting people. And not just because I do it and I'm biased in that way, but it's like, because I always want to know, it's like, because I do it and and I know myself, I'm not tightly wound. So when I go and do jujitsu, it's like, I'm like, I'm getting, you know, arm barred and choked and, and, you know, knee barred and I'm laughing and giggling and smiling. (laughs) And I know my coaches hate it. It's like, why are you laughing? Like I got hip tossed the other day and I'm laughing as a dude lands on me and they thought I was dead. Oh, and I'm no. over there giggling. <laughs> um, so I'm always wondering, you know, I always find jujitsu people interesting because I'm like, well, you know, what's what's the the key for you with jujitsu? Like, you know, what's the what makes you love it? Um, you know, that may be different than anyone else's love for it. Yeah. So, you know, but I think I think and like you say, you 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 know, into photography now mm-hmm. through jujitsu. So jujitsu is what what are they saying? Uh point break. It's like surfing is the source. Jiu-jitsu is the source. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, you know, jujitsu it, it has a lot of benefits that are that are obvious. You're exercising. Um, you're you're learning a martial art. But I think things that people overlook are it you're constantly getting a chance to improve upon yourself mm-hmm. and find self mastery within a community of people. It's not like going to like a 24 hour fitness and doing some bodybuilding where you put your headphones in and you're in isolation. No, you you're with like a tribe. Yeah. Y'all bonding with each other. It's like supper bonding, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and if you can get through it with a, with a smile on your face, having a good time with your buddies, like it's hard to beat. Yeah, I think that's why so many people are so obsessed with it. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I, I'm actually always more concerned with people who come in and try it. They not even just try, like you know, people might do a trial, like mm-hmm. for a week or something, and they leave. Nah, okay, you didn't really give it a chance, I don't think. But yeah. the people who do it for like three months, six months, and then they disappear. It's like how? <laughs> like was it? <laughs> Like, how'd that not work for you? I mean, yeah, you know, but I get, you know, everybody's different in what they, what they're into, what they like mm-hmm. when, 
I used to coach the kids. We had a team come in first day and yeah, show them, I'm trying to show them guard. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, so this is guard. Come here. <laughs> and he's like, mm-mm. Was like, no way. Oh, no, no, just here. Like, like, just sit here. Like, okay, and I tried to wrap my legs around. I was like, no, I want to do that. He was like, okay. I got a feeling jujitsu is not going to be for this guy. Yeah. Right. yeah. Not about it's it. not for everybody. I think so, anybody can do it, but it's not for everybody. I I agree. I say that all the time to family members. Yeah. Like, I always, you know, say I think everyone should try it at least once. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so that way you know that it's not for you. Mm-hmm. Because had I not tried it, I wouldn't have known that I would have enjoyed it the way that I do. I would have instilled exactly. playing football, getting clobbered, yeah. walking around with concussions like every single day. Like, nah, this is okay. It's fine. Yeah. It's not. It's not fine. It's a, it's a hard sport for tough guys to get into because, you know, you're, you're somebody's punching bag for the first six months. Yep. Unless you come in with some sort of grappling background. You're, you're gonna suck you're gonna fail every day and if you can't handle failure very well you're not gonna make it you know if you come in yeah uh, you know jiu-jitsu's an ego check yes 100 yeah. percent. you come in there like you said you're gonna you're getting your ass kicked for six months at least and you know there, there are different types of people that can handle that because it's not even you get to a point where you're not really thinking about it as getting your ass kicked as much as you're thinking you're learning. Yeah. Like, yeah. what did I do last week that's different this week? And how did that improve? Versus mm-hmm. you get some guys, they just think, man, I go in here every day and I get beat up. Yeah. This isn't working for me. So it is definitely not for, you know, the, the average everyday meathead. Mm-hmm. You know, or or you know, my cousins. You know, it was like, well, what if I got a gun? He's like, do you have a gun now? No, <laughs> I'm about to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, you get fucked up right now. <laughs> like that's why. <laughs> like, what if you had a gun? Don't 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 even introduce the ideal. If you don't yeah. have one, shut up. But those are the guys also too who aren't gonna dare step on the mat. No, yeah, even though yeah. no, my cousins don't have guns because they don't have guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they're the same people also who aren't going to step on the mat because in their mind, it's like, you know, we from the street. Blah, blah, blah. I'm from the street, too. Yeah. And and I had to go get, you know, worked out a few times before I realized, OK, maybe just putting my head down and charging at them isn't the answer. Right. So, yeah. you know, I see both sides of the argument where the guys are like, what if I had a gun? What if I had a knife? I'm like, yeah, but you, what if you don't? Then what? But on the other hand, I, I'm also of the school of thought that doesn't think jujitsu is real self-defense. You know? Like, we train on matted or padded floors, and we we have all these rules. Like, you're not allowed to hit me. I, I don't train with punches all the time, so I'm not going to expect to be great at dealing with them when they, when they come my way. You know? I think MMA is probably a little more realistic. But it still has its limitations, you know? Absolutely. Well, I think jujitsu, yeah, like you said, I don't think it's self-defense, like, completely. I think it's control. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's a good baseline. It's a great baseline. Yeah. 
like if you you know i don't know if you remember a few years back matt sarah mm-hmm. at a restaurant you know some guy got out of control and matt sarah just got him out and yeah. it was just had him out yeah and, yeah in a lot of situations that's all it really takes is just for jiu-jitsu just before getting hit and being able to control it because most people most average people in a bar especially in the bar because they might be a little intoxicated perhaps don't have good balance even if they're sober probably don't have good balance don't have good body control Mm -hmm. not you know they don't have good body awareness so you know jiu-jitsu isn't necessarily the thing that's gonna win you to fight per se but it it can for some people you know if you can get the back and just kind of hold them in position just to get them to calm down because i've I've been in that situation where i was lucky enough to get the guys back and just without like bludgeoning someone yes yes and my only concern once i got his back i was hoping he would calm down because if he didn't i was in a very bad position because i was basically on the ground yeah if he turned he's in my guard but guard in a street fight yes and and that was very new so i didn't know you know okay i could throw up an arm bar or triangle all i knew was like i I can hold this guy in place and like calm him down maybe Mm -hmm. when he realized okay i can't move he chilled out but had he understood how to like kind of get turned yeah i was you know i just kept thinking like please 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 hold on for their life don't let this guy turn around yeah if he starts hitting me, like I can fight, you know, like, you know, in that sense of like, oh, I'm a street fighter. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to get my ass beat, but I was in a bad position. So right. yeah. chances are if he turned around, that was going night night. Yeah. So at some point. But yeah, I, I agree. Like jujitsu, I don't think it's self-defense in the traditional sense. I do think it is, though, you know better than having nothing number one but also it is a control point where at the very least you can kind of bring order to a situation potentially yes versus uh steven seagal with whatever the fuck he does (laughs) (laughs) whatever hand check he has it's it's very much body awareness and spatial awareness which in everyday life is so key to like just knowing your surroundings seeing what's around you being able to know like what you want to do next in a certain situation like it for me like my favorite part about jujitsu is the life applications um 10th planet portland has done an amazing job at connecting like everyday training to like how you can implement that in your life like solving one thing at a time getting your spatial distance or like being able to plan follow game plan it's all these beautiful lessons that um i think at the surface when people look at jujitsu they're like ah it's just like a guys just on each other, rolling sweaty dudes, <laughs> like whatever they see, yeah. some crazy buggy choke. Um, but underneath, it's just like this beautiful, <laughs> this beautiful life lesson that people should be able to experience at least once in their life. Yeah, and there's, there's tons of jujitsu that like, uh, if strikes were involved, I'd throw out the window. But to me, it's more about problem solving. Yeah, you're presented with an issue can you resolve it you know whether that's a buggy choke or a heel hook you know it doesn't it doesn't really matter what it is You're, you you kind of have the the safety and freedom to explore these problems without dire consequences yeah hey. <laughs> sometimes 
a friend of mine, uh, her uncle just posted a video you know, saying, would hill hooks work in the street? Mm-hmm. And it's showing um, different situations, different shoe types, and the hill hook working in every mm-hmm. single aspect, except for when you're wearing a high hill. So if you want to avoid a hill hook, just walk around a hill hook, uh, high hill. You'll be good. Yeah, that's um, good. I don't even know how to do that anymore. <laughs> to be completely honest. I wear flip-flops all day now. <laughs> hey, high heels is impressive. It's so hard. That's a skill in itself. It's like, it's oh. so hard. I don't even know. Like, once I think I put heels on for the first time in, like, three years, and I was, like, that baby deer. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> I don't I, even know how to do this anymore. I have a five-year-old, well, six-year-old daughter, and I think about it, I was like, one day you're going to be that kid that's, you know, you got to do whatever, go to prom. I don't know. I don't know where people wear heels to, but prom it's be a like, good one. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there thinking like, she isn't very well balanced. <laughs> so hopefully by then she'll be okay. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But she's got good, if she's only six, she's got a good amount of time. To learn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Walking in high heels should be its own martial art. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the technique of the day. Yeah. Heels. You probably teach a class. Eight inch it. heels, not even just heels. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my god, like, like, why, like, why are you so tall? Oh, it's just my heels. They have pockets. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it's like for me, I, I don't know that I even wear shoes most times. Like I, you know, I wear flip flops around the house. I wear house shoes around the house and like no shoes. And then when I'm out anywhere, I wear flip flops. It's just. Even to work, I, I have my work shoes in the car, and I drive to work in my flip flops, <laughs> and then change into my work. I have work shoes at the office, and then when they send me to another location, I have work shoes in the car. Mm-hmm. It's like if there's any opportunity, like I go to the movies, flip flops. If I go flip-flops. to Comic Con, flip flops. Yeah, uh, it's like, do you own any shoes? No, yeah, flip flops. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. I. I get annoyed anytime I have to put socks on. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think that only started happening when I got into jujitsu because yeah. you spend so much time barefoot and it's normalized, mm-hmm. you know? Everybody just wears flip-flops on the side of the mat. You got a, a sea full of slides. Yep. I, I remember when I first went in, I'm very foot conscious, like conscious. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always aware of my feet. I'm like, Ugh, my feet are gross. Me too. Yep. So I went and got a, a pedicure. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like, oh my goodness, this feels good. I walked <laughs> out. Like, it's like, I'm doing this every week. Oh my God. Like, this is amazing. And I, for the longest time, I always prided myself as having the nicest feet in the gym. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, look, y'all ain't gonna catch me slipping. <laughs> and then uh, really one cute. of our one of our brown belts, he, you know, he'd come in, he's a you know, a lawyer, he comes in right from work takes off his uh you know gets dressed has socks off and everything just the ashiest feet i've ever seen and i'm like and you know he didn't care he's like yeah i'm, I'm here to do jujitsu yeah like, like if you're worried about my feet then you've already lost <laughs> like, yeah, you're right i'm still gonna worry about my feet though yeah uh, my feet don't are you guys have, cute. don't you have any respect for the leg lockers here come on so i do people do you make comments at me because before I go to class, I you know if it's like I, I don't work on Wednesday, so you know I get dressed, I get ready in the morning, shower, that I lotion up my feet. Mm-hmm. 
And then when we go in, you start to sweat. And I was slippery. And they're like, dude, are you greasing? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just, I don't want to have ashy feet. Like, oh, okay. (laughs) It's weird that you feel that way. It's like, nah, it's just feet or feet are weird to me, okay? Yeah, they're so gross, honestly. That's why I'm not a leg locker. (laughs) Yeah, so I'll grab a foot, but it's not like by choice. It's like just out of instinct, like grab that foot. Yeah. Yeah. do something to it, but I'm not <laughs> choosing to grab people's feet just like for funsies. It's it's not. I don't walk around the street looking at people's feet like, oh, they'd be great at jujitsu. They <laughs> like, got oh. a big heel. <laughs> yeah. I can hook that heel. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, definitely heel hooking that person. <laughs> like, I look at feet and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> like, why do you have those? <laughs> You're just like little hands. I don't know. Yeah, now that I've really reevaluated my life now because it's like I hate feet so much and I do jujitsu. And when I get a foot in my face, I'm just oh, oh break that shit. God. Like I just <laughs> crushed the Gatorade bottle just now. I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Um, all right, let me get away from feet because feet. Yeah, let's like... <laughs> topic. You're squishing your Gatorade bottle. You know, let's say a family member mm-hmm. or a friend says, "Hey." I'm interested in jujitsu. They come and try it out, but they're still not really, really like sold on it. What's something that you would say to them to kind of get them like the kind of sway them a little bit? Um, I would try to remind them how fun it is. Yeah. Like it, it's, it doesn't have to be as scary. Not everybody in class is some big brutish MMA fighter with something to prove. Most people are just here to have a good time, learn a little something, mm-hmm. get some good exercise in, you know. Learn and you, Nikki? Oh, I think it's in my turn. <laughs> <laughs> I think, is he still going? No, I'm just joking. Um, I, I feel like I would go along the same lines. Sometimes it's, I mean, girl, girl thinking, right? I'm like, well, why? Why didn't you like it? <laughs> Tell me why. And then depending on that would probably be my answer. But, um, I'd probably remind them that, you know, the sport's not supposed to be easy. It is a difficult sport to get into, and it's a difficult thing to, like, to want to continue. Because, like we talked about earlier, you know, your ego gets in the way, and it gets really hard. But to take it, like, one day at a time. So, like, maybe today wasn't great, but that's super normal for everybody in the sport. Like, let's go again tomorrow and see how tomorrow feels. I know I cry, like, every other day. (laughs) Like, like, this is hard. And normal. <laughs> and for both of you, um, well, I guess uh, more so for Jordan with this one. Yeah. Like with competing, you've done tournaments. Have you done like any like super fights or anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done a, a handful of super fights. I've done some uh, gi, some no gi, some caged jujitsu. Um, they're all all pretty fun i honestly think they're a little cooler because it's all eyes on you for for a few minutes and it it feels bigger than it really is because you can kind of get lost in the crowd in a tournament people are paying attention to different matches here and there but you kind of you get a moment to shine in a super fight it's crazy yeah that's that's always my hope at a tournament. It's like, yes, please look at the other competitors. Yeah, right. I have like no eyes on me, preferred. 
don't look at me. Even at my coaches, stop looking at me. <laughs> I'm trying to coach you. You went with, you know, eyes closed. And then, <laughs> then as soon as you mess up the technique, it's like, I shouldn't have looked. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I hadn't looked. And for your super fights, do you, do you have any specific walkout music that, that you No, really honestly, cherish? the uh, the super fights I've done, they never give me an opportunity to pick something. They just take control of that. Boom. Like, I know. <laughs> If you got to choose your walkout song, what's something that comes right to mind right away? Ooh, ooh. Okay, so Godsmack. Anything Godsmack. Just something, something mean. Nice. Wait, I'm already getting angry right now. Like, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, something that's like some fight music, you know? And then I go out there and pull guard. <laughs> Butt scoot the whole 10 minutes. <laughs> was, we're working on that <laughs> we we actually had an entire class last week on just pulling guard really um which i put up so many posts talking smack about pulling guard meanwhile i'm in class like oh this is pulling a good guard. Pull guard. <laughs> um so hey pulling guard isn't isn't all that bad it, it's hey you got to get the fight to the ground so yeah, yeah. I, I think it's all about why you pull guard is it because you're you're not as good on your feet or is it Do you have a game uh, plan is it a tactical <laughs> decision yeah you know is it something you should be ashamed of or you should be proud of <laughs> so i have a post that um uh, what's uh women who wrote bjj katie mm -hmm. egan oh, yeah. she put up a post talking about i can't remember word for word but it's like basically people who talk trash about guard pullers Maybe you should just learn how to pass the guard. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm hesitant to post it because I just don't feel like getting, I like, because I, I see some of the comments she gets and I'm like, ugh, and you're a likable person. So, yeah, oh, yeah. she's a real nice person. People are yeah. ruthless online. Yeah. Oh, because people online are punks, though. People who like go and like, someone commented something about one of my posts the other day, which I was, kind of proud of mm -hmm. like because i don't make memes very often so when i was like oh my god like people like it and then someone came on and wrote something shitty and i was like but here you are looking at my post so yeah because you have to follow me to make comments you're right. not allowed to comment without being a follower so it's like oh, you took the time to follow me to and make that comment. comment yeah and now you just added to my my uh follower total so thanks dummy yeah what's this guy yeah, the, the smart thing is to kind of lean into the trolls, get them commenting back. For reals, every time they uh, open mm -hmm. up the comment section to reply, you get another view. So they're, yeah, they're just helping. True. You know? Yeah, there are times where people get into arguments on. <laughs> and it's funny because I look at the arguments like, I don't really agree with either of these guys. No. Yeah. But I'm going to let them go yeah. because the, the uh, engagement. Is going up on my post now, so <laughs> keep yeah. You guys keep arguing, and then, and then when it dies down, I, I'll like go on and start liking things just to try to okay. rile them back up. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember, you remember this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll go in there. I was like, yeah, dude, you have a really good point. And then the other guy comes back. I'm like, yes. 
40 more comments. Right? <laughs> whole other side of social media is just poking trolls. That's like the real, the real uh, secret to it is like the trolls are like, I yeah, know. we got them. We got yeah, your attention. You got like, the trolls. Yeah, you got to <laughs> troll the trolls. Yeah, it's like, I'm controlling you, dummy. Like, <laughs> like what did you think this was? Yeah. I call it the, the troll patrol. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> it's like, now I'm like, oh my God. And like, I'm sitting there thinking like, I'm going to write that down somewhere. And I know that I'm going to use it too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got nice. a lot of them. Just message. <laughs> He's got a ton of these things. So when like like kind of discussed with nikki when i actually mentioned having you guys on she had mentioned guys kind of thinking about doing a podcast of your own uh potentially so uh where's that in the works is it still kind of a thought or are you you know considering moving forward with it finding time for it um it's more of a thought it's it's a nice idea. Yeah, um, we like really want to get into it. It's now finding the time for it. Yeah, yeah. And right now, we we have a lot of friends that are starting their own podcasts, and maybe we'll try to be on the other end of them for a bit, <laughs> kind of see how that goes before we uh, dive in it on our own. I mean, it never hurts to yeah. You know, everyone else is doing it. Go hop on and and be a guest and yeah. get like get your voice out there. Yeah. And then they just start, start. Because I know with this, because I was on Nerd Rage Radio a lot, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, it, at the very least, I mean, like BJJ Wiki's following, it, it's like, sometimes I question it. Because mm-hmm. it's like, who's following me? Yeah. Like, that's not, that doesn't seem right. So then when I do the podcast, people are like, oh, you should instantly have like a lot of downloads. It's like, I don't even know that most of my followers are real. Because, like, you know, the, those spam bots that, you know, the, the um, you know, like trying to sell you geese and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's like a bunch of those. I'm certain of it. You know, the Russian bots like, hey, big boy, you're lonely tonight. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. It's like, what? Like, why are you guys following me? Oh, because you think I'm, you know, I'm a sucker. Like, get out of here. Yeah. But, you know, it's like once you come in, you know, you have somewhat of a following need your own podcast it, it's almost kind of an immediate like oh you know we want to hear what they have to say yeah so i know i'd be interested i think you can offer a lot more with uh long form content like a podcast yeah <laughs> and i feel like people people really get to absorb a lot more of it they get to kind of know you or at least feel like they know you more yeah than if like you all they see is memes you know <laughs> Yeah. You get a good laugh out of it, but you, you feel like you don't really know the person on the other end. Absolutely. There, there are some people right now that I've been kind of communicating with. And it's like, oh, I would have never known that at all because, you know, all I see are memes. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So it's like, and, and I guess with you guys doing the technique videos, at the very least, I see people attached yeah. to it. Like memes, it's like, Who's the person behind me? Like, even for myself, I repost a lot. And it's very rare that I am. I I think there might be two or three posts on my main feed with me yeah. in it. And then the stories I once in a while, I'll, you know, I post me. So I'm, I'm very weird about just, you know, I'm not secretive about who I am. Yeah. Like, I don't care. My job can find me. 
Like <laughs> if, if they want to be like, oh my goodness, that guy was talking about the whole Johnny Depp thing. He took a side. Like yeah. we got to get rid of him. Like, oh well. I mean, uh -huh. it sucks. Yeah. Sucks that you guys care that much about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard that you right. gotta fire me. I Which doubt they would wild, do that. By the way. Which would be wild. Yeah. It would be <laughs> wild. If my job called me in into HR and was like, okay, so we saw what you said about Amber Heard. Mm -hmm. We can't have that. It was like, what? I'm not making it up. She shit in the bed. Yeah. Like, like no, that could have been a dog. On it's a legit. It was <laughs> like fecal transportation. Fecal delivery. What do you say? Yeah, fecal delivery. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to start using that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm already on it. Uh, I, like, <laughs> my daughter goes to the bathroom. Is like, are you doing a fecal delivery? <laughs> what? I think I'm just gonna start going to porta potties at concerts. <laughs> it's just banging on the door. No fecal deliveries. <laughs> like, God, dude. Like, gonna, I think that's what it's only called now. That's what it's called. It's not going. It's no longer going number two. That's cool. Yeah, true. My daughter is quick to pick up something and run with it. And it's like, she, the, I don't, she doesn't say bad words yet mm -hmm. because I don't think she knows the context. Ah, like, she'll hear me waiting. say bad. Yeah, she's just like, I don't even know what he's saying. I don't know how to use that word. So she's waiting till she figures it out. Then it's just going. <laughs> Like, yeah, in her mind, she's probably like, she's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, meanwhile, I was like, well, it's on its way. It's on yeah. its way. She's smart. <laughs> At least she's waiting to, like, figure out the context for it instead of just throwing it out. Smart girl. True. True. Girl. <laughs> it's just now I'm worried because when she started, once she figures it out, it's like, oh, no, we can't stop her. Right. Yeah. It's like, yes, you can. You're her parent. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you understand how this household works. Yeah. <laughs> like this basement is mine with all the action figures, but the rest of the house is hers with yes. all the doll houses. Right. So it, it's terrifying. The little kids run the show. <laughs> yeah. As much as we don't want to admit it. That's a fact. Like, so yeah, either way, I'm glad she's not down here now. So I can't have her, I can't have her hearing that because it's just like, yes, this is my house. Yeah. You should come over and knock over my ring light. Next podcast is hers. She's the one running the podcast. She does. Well, she was just sitting here a few minutes ago uh -huh. uh, with the other microphone in front of her. It's not plugged in. She sits in front of the microphone, like kind of making hand motions at me and pretending that she's part of the show. We're gonna we're gonna do an episode soon. She and I. Yeah. Uh, her birthday is next week, so maybe maybe next week she and I will sit down and do a daddy daughter episode that'd be, that'd be so cool. fun yeah so. they have the funniest things like the most interesting ideas every now and then too come out of kids yeah. they're just like what are you thinking in there <laughs> yeah I don't how did there, you even think of that <laughs> there's sometimes like she'll just say something she uh, she woke me up this morning and dude I had the most bonkers dream dad <laughs> I was like first of all where did you get bonkers <laughs> Like what? Like what, like what are you watching on on uh, Disney? Yeah. Like get out of Something here. Bonkers. <laughs> like she she just like she'll just do and say the weirdest things, and it's like, but we're all kids, and we all did it too. So, yes. um, I just think the kids today are weirder. I agree. I agree. <laughs> like, I'm sure my mom was like, my son is really weird. It's like, mm -hmm. girl, you made me. <laughs> It's on you, Mom. It's on you, Mom. <laughs> I've learned about watching you, okay, Mom? <laughs> All right. So we'll go ahead and 
wrap up there. I, I had a, another couple questions. And I was like, you know, I didn't steer so far away from it. It's like, ah, I'm not just going to just circle back to just like. Circle back to him. If you could like, oh, my God, this guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Like, <laughs> You're right. But you listen in. So, yeah, yeah. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, so, Jordan, Nikki, thank you again for doing this. I, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day and being my guest. I would love to have you on again, yeah. especially just kind of towards this end part. We we like loosened up in the senior cracking joke. was like, I like to just have you all on. Like, yeah. I don't even want to talk to Jitsu. Like, let's Absolutely. just talk anything let's else. Talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, I'm uh, telling you, we do other things. We'll just have to figure out the other things. We'll get back to you on those. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to the hobbies question. <laughs> It'll come back. You guys will have like a, a, a list. So yeah. on <laughs> Look, this all these. hobby, we really enjoy surfing, <laughs> beekeeping, beekeeping, and stamp collecting. Uh, stickers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Like, do you guys really like those things? Are you reading off a teleprompter? <laughs> we just have this list in front of us. How um, much do you know about bees? They buzz. And like, <laughs> how much do you know about bees? Black like, and yellow. <laughs> like, I'm scared of them. That's how much I know. Yeah, exactly. Like, they, they sting me a lot. Um, uh, do you guys have any shout outs or mentions that you would like to throw out there for us? Um, I mean, follow us at uh, just Jordan Jiu Jitsu and Nick Uh Shout out to our coach, Phil Schwartz. Yeah. If you guys don't know Phil Schwartz, you should definitely check him out. He is so amazing. Like, just the way that he teaches classes, seminars, anything that you can catch Phil Schwartz, you should definitely go go see. Um, Asgard 503, um, our sponsor. They're an amazing Jiu Jitsu gear company. It's quality gear, very comfy. He's coming out with some new stuff soon. So definitely keep your eye out on that. We should be getting pictures up soon, but I would think soon. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. But, uh, but yeah. But, yeah. Uh, thank you for having us, man. Yeah. This is always a lot awesome. of fun. You're a cool guy. We'd definitely love to come back here again. Yeah. Well, like I said, thank you. I had a good time. I there's some guests. Like I'm looking at the time. It's like, oh wow, we went longer than what I was planning, to, especially for a first episode, because most times we're like. Just get them out of here in 45. Just like, <laughs> go. Like, yeah. it up. like you don't have anything to say to them, really. You like you just have questions and and you don't know how to follow up with the questions. So just just get them out of 45. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, no, like I had a great time and just like like I said, I like to keep this super casual and laugh. Laughter yeah. is always, you know, the fun point of this. So I appreciate you guys. Thank um, you. Yeah, Rebecca. So, I'll make sure to, you know, also put um, your, your uh, Instagrams in the show notes and your sponsors as well. So that way I like to, you know, get eyes there and be like, hey, go follow them if you aren't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> <Pretty> please. <laughs> so it, uh, for everyone else listening, as always, thank you so much for paying attention to me because I'm shy, but I'm kind of an attention whore. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you for uh, listening to the podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, criticisms, please reach out to me, bjj.wiki on Instagram, Off the Mats podcast on Instagram. Um, I'm, I'm very open to anything people have to say. Unless you're saying mean stuff, then <laughs> I'm just going to block you. 
Like, <laughs> like direct means stuff like, you know, I don't know what's mean. Like, you got short arms, little T-Rex. <laughs> don't, don't say that. Like, I'm very sensitive about my short arms. Like, I, I can't rear naked choke people properly. And that shit actually is embarrassing. Big shout out to my good friends, Eric and Allie, over at the Armbar Attic. A couple kids out of Denver, Colorado. Hawking t-shirts and rash guards. And I think stickers and, and hats, maybe. They, they they got a lot of good stuff on the website. Go, so go check them out. Um, also go check out their Instagram and their TikTok. And, and you know, give them a follow. Also, I, I'd like to shout out, again, the Razzle Dazzle podcast. My good friends. Also in Colorado, uh, Shut Up Nut and her partner, Nevik. They, they have a podcast about the TV show Loss that I'm a big fan of the show and their podcast. So if you're into that kind of stuff, go check it out. And last shout out is for my one of my other podcasts, So You Like Horror. It is a horror podcast done by myself and several different friends. Uh, this upcoming episode is going to be about the Paranormal Activity franchise with myself and my wife talking about it and just talk about how spooky our own house is. So if you're into that kind of stuff, go check it out. But otherwise, thank you all the same. You guys keep listening. I will keep making these shows. Thank you, everyone. Love you. Bye. Now let me see his song.